Hey everybody, we got a brand new swag shop. It's powered by Fourth Wall and it's really great. It's at eplex.store. That's E-P-L-E-X dot store. Hopefully you find something there you like. I'm partial to the one with Jordan Peterson and Jesus. Fuckers, welcome to Local Love. It's Tuesday night, and it is the last Tuesday 
of September, which is kind of cool. Um, my name's Chip DeVille, and we do this show every week. Thank you to the Media Wench for helping out last week while I was out. Luckily, I did not have the Rona, but I did have some sort of bug, which was miserable. So I'm really happy to be back this week. And we've got our in-studio guest tonight from the band Bones Yard. Let me go ahead and switch this over here. We've got... Let's see. From yeah, sorry about that. We've got Adam. He's the lead singer and lead coordinator on uh, on the band Bones Yard. How you doing tonight, Adam? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, dude. I appreciate you making the trip down from Oakland. Uh, that's fucking awesome. We really love this. This whole show is about the love of music and really just trying to put a few more ears on a lot of these like unsung heroes of the underground scene. So I'm glad you were able to come out. I really appreciate you sending in your music. Um. And yeah, I'm I'm excited for tonight. Right on, yeah, this is really cool. And I, I will be truth be told, I was like, where the fuck am I? Like, this is like I've been to San Jose, you know, a fair amount of times. I used to work in Santa Clara, but like as I was following the map, I'm like, yeah, I definitely have not been around here before. Like, so. What am I doing in suburbia? What yeah. the fuck is going on? Okay. Yeah. Well, dude, yeah, we're really glad that you could come out. Uh, and and again, like for sending in your music, that makes you that much more awesome. Uh, for those of you who don't know. This whole project is is completely made possible by the artists that send in their music. Them sending in their music also helps us avoid getting sued or any sort of copyright hits or anything like that. That's why we're one of the only podcasts. You can quote me on that. We're one of the only podcasts that plays music by specific bands. And a lot of that is because we get it directly from the artist. Also, if you go to echoplexmedia.com slash radio or eplex.xyz, you can check out our 24-hour stream of almost our entire library. There's a few things that we haven't quite released yet because they haven't technically released it yet either. But everything that you hear on these podcasts and on these shows, you can check out on our 24-hour stream. And don't forget that Echoplex Media does have shows all the other nights of the week. So you can check those out. Thank you to producer Dave. And the councilman earlier for down ballot. That was a good show. Uh, but we got you here. So tell us about Bones Yard, man. I was reading your bio, and you originally came from New Orleans, correct? I lived in New Orleans. So I'm originally from Colorado, like once, okay. once upon a time. Cool. And then I went to school out here. And so I've been in the Bay Area probably like 20 plus years, something like that, however old I am. And so 20 plus years. I, know. I went to graduate school in New Orleans. That was my excuse to be in New Orleans. And that was fantastic. So um, yeah. given, given that you've kind of been a little bit all over the map and being, being a local musician, no matter where you're at, like, like, how would you say that the Bay area compares in like contrast or otherwise? I have to, opinions to other on this. Yeah. Oh, I, I love opinions. Okay. We love opinions. So I will say that I wasn't part of any music scene at all. So I, I came out here like 2000 okay. to school here. And was not part of any music scene was, I would say, almost intimidated to play music. Like I felt like I, and this is, there's my own bullshit mental health challenges that like contribute to this, but I didn't feel like I was good enough to play music. I felt intimidated and, but you know, still played, still played guitar, like what have you. And when I went to New Orleans, like that just felt like music permeated everything. Like it's just music it's a huge is part of the everywhere culture out there. in New Orleans. Yeah, and it, absolutely. And in so much as like you turn on a local radio station, like 
they list what shows going on for the night and there's like 18, 20 shows happening like on any given night and just random, all types of music. And the story I tell everybody is what really changed for me was I went to a dentist appointment, dude's, you know, doing his thing. And he's like, Hey, you should come see my band tonight. <laughs> like and, while he's got the shit in your mouth and just like, literally. <laughs> Oh, and wow. so that was kind of like you know what dude like who fucking cares and while so, you're my captive audience exactly. <laughs> like you might as well hear well, about I mean, my what, band. what else are you listening to at the dentist's office anyway so that's true it's like usually elevator music and garbage exactly you know? so but that kind of gave me the go ahead like you know what like play music it doesn't matter how like quote unquote good you are like play music like play it from your soul play it for playing it because it's it's what is it, it's about for you and so i would say you know, of any city that, that can reinvigor- reinvigorate music, New Orleans is it. I see. And that absolutely did it for me. And so that was great to be there. I would say on a whole, like, I don't know that it's a heavily rock city. You know, uh-huh. like, it's definitely got tons of brass bands, like, tons of, like, very interesting music. Um, I'm kind of a rock and roll, like, alt-rock, um, indie rock guy. So I don't know that that scene is there. And maybe I didn't know. But, like, that's cool, too. Um, but I felt like that... W- I think there's just an encouragement of like playing music and there's tons of live music to always go see conversely in the Bay area. Like I don't feel that vibe as much where it's, you know, like you can go to like an amnesia in the city and like, okay, if I know on any given night, Hey, like, I don't know what band's going to be there. I might not know that band, but I know if I go to this one club or this one bar, like there'll be good music there. I just know that. And I don't feel like that's as prevalent here as much as like I would have liked to like where I feel like New Orleans like you know okay I'm gonna go to Chickiwawa one night or like I can go to the Frenchman and just walk around mm-hmm. and there's gonna be good music no matter what yeah and so that to me is how I, I would compare the two like they don't compare at all what was your first uh what was your first kind of like local venue that you fell in love with once you came out to the bay <sighs> oh that's a good question um I liked playing Viracocha when it was there. Like that was a really, I don't know if you know Viracocha. It was this underground and people probably know more about it than I do, but it was this, it kind of felt like a speakeasy vibe. I like that. Again, New Orleans, here we go. But like, it was this, I don't know, like artsy, very intentional setup. But like there would be a stage downstairs that had excellent sound. And that was a really cool vibe. And that was like on Valencia and something in the city. That was a really cool setup. Um, I'm a big sucker for the store club, like just because oh, yeah. I love that they just have music all the time. And I mean, so that's, that's kind of the answer to my question. Like, you know, you want to go see music, like, okay, we can go to the store club. I, I don't know that it's going to be good, mm-hmm. but you can go to the store club and, you know, see folks rolling with Marshall stacks. And I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, for me personally, cool. just as, as like, you know, kind of a music head and everything like that. I think that when I go out and I see any sort of live entertainment, even if it isn't usually my jam, I'm usually happy to see it, you know? I'm so, on board with you on that, like 100%. And, that's definitely cool. And that, and even just that, that that's what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Like, yeah, like we have live music here. Like, we don't have a DJ. Like, it's Friday night and it's not a DJ. It's like, cool, thank you. Like, we have live music. Um, I like the Ivy Room a lot in oh, cool. Albany. That's a cool spot. And one of my favorite places to play was... Um, trying to remember i think it was called i mean i'm embarrassing myself but i, I want to call it the marsh and i think they had they had a place in the city and then they had a place in oakland and i almost like moonlighted as a bartender there also oh cool and that was a really <laughs> cool setup so yeah there's some good spots 
I haven't played in a live show like I mean since COVID. Like I I've had to cancel like several shows. Okay. So live music is kind of foreign to me right now, and I'm like, oh yeah, like we're playing shows. Like people are going back out there and doing this, and yeah. cool, like right on. Well, uh, so was Bones Yard already a project before you had came out uh, west, or or? Uh... Oh, cool. Good uh, question. <laughs> um, yes and no. Um, so Bones Yard is essentially me. Like okay. that is. It has involved. It has included um, other musicians, but it's also just been me. So, yes, it, like it started in New Orleans, and then it, as I came out to Oakland, um, it 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 integrated other human beings involved. That's awesome. And a dog. A dog was always involved in <laughs> Rufus. Bones Yard. Yes, <laughs> yes, Rufus was a big part of Bones Yard. That's right. That's cool. Um, and Rufus has passed, and we're he went well, and he went off to the moon, and we're we're sad about that, but glad he's comfortable. Um, but yeah, so Bones Yard has been my project. Um, and something that will come up tonight, I think, is do I continue being Bones Yard? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And part of it is because Rufus is not here. So like, hey, I can't have the band without Rufus. So yeah. I might have to do a different band name. Anyway. Um, yeah, so like it involved other projects, other people. And we actually started. I was I was reflecting on this. There's um, Oktoberfest yeah. in the Diamond District of Oakland. I noticed you were on that uh, on yeah. that lineup yeah we that was so that that's what made bones yard like come together as like involving other human beings that's and so we were like i i had a friend and then i had another friend and we developed into a band and then we like we had a nice little string of playing shows and we did an album together and we stopped and nothing like nothing like sad about it like no no hate like it was not it was act i don't know acrimonious is bad so it was the opposite of that it was a cool breakup um amicable that's the word. Thank there we you. go. Amicable. That's right. So has the sound always kind of remained the same from like the band's inception to to currently, or or has it kind of gone through oh, a we'll, few different? We'll shapes? have to listen to the songs you hear tonight. And maybe right. the judge. No, I don't. I don't know. Like I think I think that um, I think it's changed. I mean, as the sole songwriter, like it's it's that's kind of the constant challenge, or kind of a a exploration for myself is like, does the sound change? Is it changing? Like, mm-hmm. is this different? Like how different is it? Do I want it to be different? So I think there's a tie in, but I, I would like to say there's some difference And some of the songs I picked out. Like, I think you'll, you might hear that because there's, you know, I picked like, the, I picked a song from four albums that I've done and yeah, I think they all sound really different in a way. So I would like to think that it has changed a little bit. And so I'm working on a new project too. And I'm, I'm very intent on trying to make it sound different. Right on. Also. Well, this first song that I'm going to go ahead and introduce everybody to is no rocks. Uh, you want to, you want to tell them anything about it before it plays? I'd love to. Um, it is from a third album we did and it, it was called where muscle cars roam. I like that title. Thank you very much. The artwork too. I was, I was checking out some of the artwork on the album art and Sick. some of the photography. I'm a, I'm a huge sucker for old muscle awesome, cars, man. but yeah, I yeah, digress. Yeah. So this was a concept <laughs> album and it was kind of that idea of like a post apocalyptic, a pop elliptic. Ooh, say that three times. That. Yeah. Um, like kind of a post apocalyptic, um, California thinking about water and like environmental change, global warming, you know, fun mm-hmm. subjects. Um, but also kind of being lighthearted about it. Um, and No Rocks was a song about getting old 
and being the person that watches TV and kind of nods along with the news, like, yeah, 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 those young kids, like, oh, we've, kids. we've definitely, uh, you know, like talked about this kind of people like, pulling the mask off, like, ah, you know, um, I would have gotten away with it too if it hadn't been for those damn Echoplex media kids, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, yeah, like, so this song it includes I Am Not the Only Musician, so I will phrase it that way. Cool. Well, hey, you're hearing it here first. This is Bones Yard, No Rocks, here on Local Love. Stay tuned, share the stream, and love each other. Getting old, and not along with the news on the TV. So I'm told, a rash of kids busting windows don't take nothing. Crime under soul. Hit the tour bus and didn't take my album Unconsoled Broken glass cost me more than recording World's gone cold We'll make it a double the rocks from my whiskey Getting old Make it a double the rocks from my whiskey My backyard Been for the Will someone better Go shut down Skynet Robot skull Man the species One man the diehard Pocket gold well, Like a fool A fool with good credit If you take a hold Make it a double Rocks from my whiskey Getting old Make it a double The rocks from my whiskey By Bones Yard, we got Adam, who is the main cheese of 
the big cheese, big cheese. of uh, of Bones Yard. Where did this? Where does the name Bones Yard come from? That is a great question. I love that question. Um, as a child, my dad called me Bones all the time. That was my childhood nickname. Cool. I suppose I used to be skinny as Bones, according to my dad. Oh. Not so much these days. Yeah, thirties will do uh, that to you. It's fucked yeah, up. Forties too, but be those in May. Um, yeah, so I was called Bones all the time, and. I actually created, I think there was a time when people used to blog and like wanted to like share their opinions about shit and people mm-hmm. cared to listen to that, I suppose. So I created a blog, a Bones Yard blog, um, and that was supposed to symbolize what Adam thinks about stuff. And so initially the band started off as Bones or my musical project was Bones. It felt like a natural title for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um Turns out there's a lot of bones out there. And so <laughs> Who would have thunk? I yeah, right. And you know, it's kind of more like the heavy metal, like, you know, metal rock and metal rap. And I was like, Yeah, you know, that that seems more appropriate for that name. I'm not gonna lie, when I first like was looking at our calendar and I'm like, All right, cool, Bones Yard, I'm just thinking because like we get a few like metal bands through sure, here. Yeah. We get all sorts of different musicians, but I'm just like, All right, cool, we got like a metal band, and then I go to your your band camp, I'm like, Oh fuck, all right. Yeah, not like, metal at all. No, yeah. Very far no, from it. Like, and yeah, like I could like sit in traffic and not be like annoyed at everybody. I just all right. Oh, I cool. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so there was there were a few other boneses, and I was like, well, I guess. Well, I already have this web. So I was, I already had a web address. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like, we'll just call it Bones Yard for now. And I think I put it to a vote. I mean, I love that you have skulls and roses here, so that feels very Bones Yard and <laughs> deadish. And like, I mean, you know, so I feel like it's a slight Grateful Dead, like you know, homage, like maybe just a pinch and for sure. I don't know, man. Yeah, that was just kind of like it seems like a good working project for a name. And well, in regards to the song that we just heard, uh, we have people in the chat that were asking, was that like a steel banjo or was that like a steel uh, front guitar? What were you using for that? That last was called song? a resonator guitar. And so that's a resonator with a uh, a uh, a glass. Um, God, what the fuck do you call that thing? I don't know. It's a good just gl- the slide? Yeah, glass slide. Yeah, yeah thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So that's a resonator with a glass slide. That's really cool. Uh, now, as far as your recording process and everything like that goes, uh, are you a master of the home studio, or do you have people that you usually go to and record with, or what's your process generally? I wish I was master of the home studio. I'm very <laughs> impressed by this studio where I'm at. Um, yeah, I'm not a recording geek at all like i wish i was but i'm just not into it at all and like when people start talking about it, i'm like this is way over my head <laughs> like i just write the songs man so unfortunately or fortunately that means that i i defer to professional recording folk when i have the funds to be able to do so and so the last two albums i did actually all four of the albums i did include at least some level of having a professional recording studio um, and then some home studio stuff too, and some of the other stuff, but it's never been my home studio. I see. Well, that's not entirely true, but more or less it's not my home studio. I'm not, I'm not good at that stuff. And then, uh, when you are recording, uh, with, with other musicians and everything like that, uh, I mean, do you kind of just give them your, here's, here's, here's the main, no, no pun intended, but here's the main bones of the song. Like now you just fill in like the meat and the guts and like, I love that man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, I'm not draconian about it at all. Um, and I think that was what I really liked about Bones Yard is that the musicians I worked with were really talented. And another song you'll hear tonight, Matching Tattoos, I threw it to Nico, who was an exceptionally good musician and, you know, 
producer and like he really took that song a very different direction that was his i think vision for it and i loved that and so i'm yeah totally like i'll bring a structure the bones of a song and say you know please and like for songs that we brought as a band and played as a band yeah songs really became something through the input of a band and i really really like that and also don't take that lightly because it's a lot to come to like a group of folks and be like hey like here's something Oh, yeah. For folks to be like, yeah, this sucks. Like, we don't want to play it, or yeah, I don't know what to do, and like to be excited about it, and like excited about your songs. Or well, then the, the bigger the band, the more opinions are going to have to kind of like, sure. for you sure, know, maneuver around. So totally, yeah. I mean, and as you ask that, I mean, like for me and whatever project I work on currently or next, like I really do believe in the collaborative process. Like mm-hmm. that's like my favorite part about Bones Yard, and my favorite part about being in bands. It's not the shows. I mean, those can be really fun, but it's really the rehearsal, like where that stuff comes together and like you're hanging out and you really gel as a band in rehearsal and like you really make that connection. You're speaking that same language. That's always been the most fun. For sure. Well, yeah, and I had noticed too, like when I was doing my homework about you guys, uh, that, that you guys mentioned that, you know, it's kind of an ever changing project and that you enjoy collaborating with other musicians. And I don't know, I think that's, that's a really cool thing for, because some, some people are super set in their ways and some people are a little more like open to just, Hey, let's like jam and find out what happens. So I don't know. It's, it's always cool to see that with different musicians, see what their process is. It's, it's interesting too. And, and it's, it's harder than a, it. I think it's harder to do than it sounds, unfortunately, because yeah, like, I mean, you'll, you'll get lots of opinions and to be able to have a conversation about it, you know, it, it is a relationship. And so there's times when you don't agree and being able to navigate that too, be like, yeah, I don't like that. And for that to be okay. And mm-hmm. so that's gone south sometimes too, not necessarily in this project, but there's times where it's like, yeah, like I don't really like that one note. Like I like everything else, but like I'm not crazy about that one note. <laughs> and like to like get stuck on like one note being like so divisive is it's crazy. Um, and I, it, I, I think of also the drummer that played with me for a long time, a really good buddy of mine. He was in another band. They said, dude, you have to play it this way. Like play it like this. And he's like, if you don't write it down, like if it's not written, like in a, like, you know, like music, like you fuck off instructions like, for yeah, me, dude. Like otherwise, like if you're not writing the music out, like go fuck yourself. And I was like, yeah, like I agree. Like it's a good if you've book. got like written music with like the actual notes and the scale and you know, like what we learned in school, how to read music. Cool. Like then I'll follow the music. Otherwise, like, you know, kick rocks. For sure. <laughs> well, earlier you had mentioned the song matching tattoos. Uh, what can you tell our audience about this one before I play it? This is a song, um, this is not truthful, this is not a uh, biographical, is the word for it. Not a biographical song, but a song that, I don't, what, what inspired this song was, I would say, riding down a highway, like, early in the morning, like, really early, like, maybe, like, four or five o'clock in the morning, and, like, riding on the road, and, like, there's all these other people out on the road, and you're like, where the, like, what are you fucking oh, doing I've out on the road? Like, <laughs> I know what I'm doing, I'm doing something stupid, like, going snowboarding, or I don't know, like coming back from something dumb I should have been coming back from. <laughs> but what the fuck are all y'all doing on the road? And <clears throat> maybe I need to stay awake. So like I roll down the window to keep me awake. And so that idea of rolling down a window to keep me awake was a lyric that kind of turned into a story of a song and a pretty sad story. Um, and the idea that um, a brother and sister or a family from a trauma like had matching tattoos in their brain and so that's kind of what that song is about and speaking of this song in particular i did mention that 
um, Nico Bakulich, um, who was in our, who was part of Bones Yard for a long time, produced this, and he took his own liberty with changing. I think the style of the song very much. Like it started off like with me playing guitar, and it turned into having you know a pretty heavy organ and a drum machine, and that's something I would have never done. And I love that that's what happened. And so that's 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 all I could ask for. Like with a collaborative project, is like here, what do you think? And like here, let me try this. Like I like this. And sometimes you really turn cool. over new leaves that you never would have turned over Absolutely. on your own. You know? I love what he did with it. And again, like and ideas I never would have come up with because my brain is only you know so limited. Well. <laughs> I mean, you heard it here. They're a pretty versatile project, and this is uh, this is going to be a good example of that versatility. This is Mashing Tattoos by Bones Yard. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on Local Love. drive towards his house I roll my window down to feel the air slap my face it keeps me awake helps me think of something to say
was definitely different but that was that was chill as fuck yeah i really yeah. like that and then the, the trombone in there too it was totally not expected but totally fit right on i liked that a lot cool so uh so you said you're working on a new album now like given the fact that you you know not all the musicians that you were working with previously are part of the project are you going to go somewhere a little more in that direction where you're going to be using a a drum machine or something like that or or are you in talks with other people that you know, other musicians, like what's, what's your overall process? Like, yes. Going forward. Yes. Um, yeah, all, all of the above. Um, and it, this is the, a great time to introduce that. That album is also a theme album, um, which is cool. It's, it's interesting to write a concept album and like, I don't mean to sound like a fucking pompous asshole saying oh i'm writing a concept album but um it's it's kind of a fun project to to try that and you know more or less pull it off or not pull it off whatever but um the concept album i'm working on now the working title is lowercase i symbiote so kind of like instead of your iphone it's i symbiote and the idea is that we have a symbiotic relationship with our devices our technology our ai and not bad, not good. Just, you know, we're just, just we're tied to one another and <laughs> I can't live without mine. And you know what? They can't live without me. So we live off each other. And so it's all good, man. So that's kind of the theme of the next project. So involving some drum machine would probably be a good idea. That'd probably be conceptually a nice idea. Oh, especially, yeah. Given the, given the subject matter, I, given I, the subject matter. Now, yeah. do I know how to do that? No. Um, <laughs> I'm working with a good buddy of mine, Jermaine, who's, Got a studio up in Palo Alto, um, Circle Studio. A little plug there. Actually, no, it's not called Circle Studio anymore. My bad. Um, I'm gonna have to edit that. I don't. I don't recall the name of his studio. It used to be Circle Studio, but anyway, Jermaine is an awesome producer and musician, and so he's a friend of mine. And so we're. I'm pulling him in to work on that. I'm looking for 
a drummer that's committed to wanting to do it mm-hmm. not you know i've got a buddy that will do it i mean there's a lot of drummers out there that are just guns for hire you know what i mean yeah they're all kind of just the uh i'm the rogue drummer and this <laughs> is a good reason that's another that that's a good segue to a previous project to talk about but um so i'm looking for a drummer in theory that's excited about playing drums and wants to play drums and like yeah dude like i want to do this like mm. cool um in theory i'm i've got another buddy um way up north um well it's not that far away up north I think in uh, is it Cloverdale? Is that the? Oh, that I don't the know. Name I'm, ge- of the town? I'm geographically like challenged. I, I don't know. Anyway, um, I've got a buddy. Really like his style. Like I think our styles really mesh in a very different kind of cool way. So I would like to involve him in this project or future projects. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So the answer to your question is I'd like other musicians to be involved. Um, if I'm brave enough to play a song tonight with y'all, there's a long outro that in theory needs killer killer musicianship to like like make it kick ass and like it would kick ass with killer musicianship yeah so yeah like i really want to throw it to other musicians which a nice little segue um the sunset sun arising project um was the fourth album as bones yard and initially i did want it to be um collaborative also a band and this was after the kind of like the primary bones yard constellation um, broke up and parted ways. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to find it to, to, again together and it didn't really happen. And so I decided, um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to learn how to play drums because I don't want to like have to depend on a You drummer. know the sound that you're looking for. Well, I don't know if I could say that about drums, but like I know that like it needs drums. So like I will learn how to play drums and I'll do my best. And so the the old drummer of my band did teach me how to play drums. Um, and it turned into me wanting to do, this was the first album that I did that is like, it's just me. So I'm the only musician on it. Mm-hmm. And so that was the last, I'm going to say this, the last Bones Yard album. Yeah. So I was looking at your discography. Um, yeah. the sunset sun arising album is your most recent release, uh, came out around like the pandemic, I would say like, Oh yeah. You're looking around 2020 Very much uh, so. before that was the song that we heard from previously. Uh, that that was off the album Where the Muscle Cars Roam. It looks like that came out in 2017. Uh, before that, you had Legends of the Pelican Man, uh, 2015, and then uh, your your I guess album debut under this this band's moniker was the Still Dreaming of Love. So, are all of the albums all pretty thematic? Yes and no. I mean, I think I think Where Muscle Cars Roam is like very intentionally thematic. Like, yes, like I would say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the other ones, um, yeah, um, I think with Sunset, Sun Arising, like what I really wanted to do there was, it, it was an album of dualities, and so that I, I kind of wrote an album, I want to release it on vinyl, like I, okay. I want to do this. Cool. So there's a side A and there's a side B, and they're supposed to be in kind of in connection with one another, like one is more, like side A is more electric, um, we're like side B's, like kind of exclusively acoustic. Um, so like I wanted them to Both be sides connected. Of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, I mean totally. And so like, and it was it was cool to write an album with vinyl in mind. And that's a very I feel like a very pretentious person saying that, but you know, like with having that, you know, these are first world problems. But like, hey, I'm gonna write an album. I want to think about vinyl in mind. Like I'm having a side A and a side B. They're connected to one another, and that's a really cool grounding point for songwriting. I think. 
for other songwriters out there, or if you're interested about the songwriting process, you know, it's challenging. And so like having a, you know, you asked about theme, like I think if there's a grounding principle to it, like finding one thing that can ground it being like, Hey, this time around, like I want a side A and a side B, like they're mm-hmm. talking to each other, like the album before that. Oh yeah. I have this crazy idea about, you know, muscle cars and like, you know, water, like, okay, cool. Like, um, that's kind of fun to help tie stuff together. Um, and I think if there's ever a writer's block, like that can kind of spurn some ideas too, where you're like, Oh, like I've had this song idea for a long time. And I think for the new project that I'm working on, there's chord progressions I've had in, you know, the back pocket for a long time. And I'm like, Oh, I need these songs like about robots and AI and like how like we live together and cool. Like, all right, maybe I can turn this, uh, chord progression into a song about that. Like, Oh, cool. Like that'll, that'll be interesting. That's cool. Well, this is going to be sunset sun arising, which is also the title of the album. Uh, make sure that you check bones yard out on Bandcamp. and make sure you share this stream of local love. We'll be back after the song. At sail out on the sea There's too many people, but not me She waits for the chop to die down Before going home Deep sea diving snaps a photograph to capture the feeling tree flying with the birds their songs meet my words to tell the screenplay of clouds
Take me round the back ends of your heart Along the river The current of your memory curve I cast out a line I think I caught myself a keeper I throw it back I got snagged again on sequel Go downtown to the station cheat i have to look at my lyrics to uh do another one um
LSD, fap, acid, fapping, fapping, and acid, acid, fapping, fapping, and acid, fap, 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 acid. Thank you, that song is called Acid and Fapping. Thank you, that song is called Acid and Fapping. LSD, fap, acid, fapping, fapping, and acid, acid, fapping, fapping, and acid, fap, 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 acid. Thank you, that song is called Acid and Fapping. LSD fap LSD fap acid fapping fapping and acid acid fapping fapping and acid fap 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 acid thank you that song is called acid and fapping thank you thank 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 you that song is called acid and fapping called iSymbiote. Received. Do you wake up alarm? Shall I snooze her to some? The day's agenda's populating, your coffee's percolating. On your way, sir, make it a good day. You can't run, you can't sleep, you can't breathe without me. You don't laugh, you don't cry, you don't dream. fly, you can't drive, you can't ride without me. You don't date, you don't flirt, you don't come. Three thousand steps to post a panoramic view. How many likes do we have today? And what do the comments say? Plug me in, hot alerts to play you. 
the soothing sound Sleep tight, sir You can't run, you can't sleep, you can't breathe without me You can't laugh, don't cry, don't dream You can't fly, you can't drive, you can't ride without me You can't flirt, you can't fuck, you can't come Of all the names that you call me, you kick and you drop me. Take care, sir. Beware, sir. I know all the games you play on me. The lies and the shame that you hide from everyone. I know everything. You can't run, you can't sleep, you can't breathe without me. Don't laugh, you don't cry, you don't breathe You can't fly, you can't drive, you can't ride without me You can't flirt, you can't fuck, you can't come That's the part where it's supposed to have an amazing guitar solo and musicians like kicking ass. So that's that. Um, sure. Um, I will do a oldie but goodie. Um, this is from Where Muscles Car Roam. This is called Cowgirl Dupree. This should sound pretty different. Lonely and free. Do pray. I dig the way that you sing, gritty and melancholy. A cowgirl's got soul, a pinch of punk, some rock and roll. Harbor deep into her bones, honest like this watering hole.
does a home Hour the muscle cars roam Palm trees in the dark for the yard Camaro blue tanning his chrome Lonely and free Lady Dupree Lonely and free Lady Dupree Thank you.
That was Control Image by Periscope. You are on Local Love. And before that song, we had a live performance by Adam. Adam D. from Bones Yard. That was, that was cool, man. I appreciate you. you doing that. That was really fun. I appreciate it. That's awesome, man. Can I, can I do some... Uh... Some corrections. I don't know what you call that, but like uh, retractions back to the editor. Yeah, we, we, we love we love our retractions. Okay, so we have some retractions. Network. So yeah. <laughs> retraction number one is that Jermaine Hamilton, his studio is Hamilton Studios. Oh, okay. And that's out in Palo Alto, and that will be a major um, player in the next project. We're potentially calling the band Gordy. That's the potential working name. So the two the first two songs you heard live might be Gordy, um, not Bones Yard. Okay, but you know, whatever. It's all, it's all good. Well, as far as uh projects that you were a part of before Bones Yard became a thing, like were you always kind of more on the indie side of the spectrum, or or where does where does your musical background kind of come from? I'm glad we get to do this. Um, I'm kind of a jazz guy and rock and roll. So the first instrument I ever really played was the saxophone. Mm-hmm. And so when you're talking about hearing trombone, like. I think each Bones Yard album had a saxophone drop in it too. So like I always got to play the horn on an album. Um, so I started on saxophone, um, played jazz, like pretty much all through high school, picked up guitar. I thought, you know, chicks like that better. I don't know, whatever. I wanted to play guitar. It's just a little bit easier to woo a woman with woo. a guitar than woo. a, uh, well, you know, <laughs> than a saxophone. I don't know, man. That's right. a, that'd be a good study. Although it does take good tongue strength, but that's another Hello, story holler, for another day. Holler. Um, <laughs> um, so... <laughs> You know, both of my parents definitely listened to rock and roll and think that was a big influence. Um, that last song that you played for us live, I could definitely like feel kind of a bluesy influence on that huh. one. Like that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was pretty cool. I yeah. really liked that a lot. Um, so yeah, so I think I was preparing for the question. I, the show y'all did beforehand, I forget the name of the metal band. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, do I, can I remember it? I feel like it's Rotterdam. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So I was listening to their show and I appreciated the question about their influences. And so Mine are many, mm-hmm. but um, the the album I was listening to on the way down here was a Bill Callahan album, or actually okay. Smog. Um, that's probably my favorite contemporary songwriter, and I would say it's a big influence of mine. I think I'm very humbled when I'm, when I'm, whenever anybody says, "Oh, you kind of sound like Smog." Sometimes I'm like, "Wow, like thank you." Um, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. There's definitely a lot of Neil Young, I think, in in my style, I think like playing style, like mm-hmm. kind of like hammer claw guitar style. And like, I grew up on Nirvana. So like, I just love that shit. Cool. And so that's just a major piece of like kind of a foundation. And we, we had a Radiohead mentioned earlier and definitely Radiohead. The Benz was like a fundamental foundational album for me that like blew my mind as a, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 year old that just was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like guitars can do this, like wow, like and just changed my life, really. That's awesome. Well, as far as people like following you, finding the band, everything like that, like what's the best platform? Do you guys have a, a preferred platform or, or a way of marketing yourself or or I would say a little bit of everything. I kinda dig the band camp thing. Like uh-huh. I kinda like their philosophy and I like that on, you know, various Fridays, like they donate to charitable causes, so and or like they go straight to the band. So I'm going to say Bandcamp is probably like the first and foremost to like start at and all of the recorded materials there. Whereas on Spotify, mm-hmm. once upon a time, like I had everything up there, but not now just because mm-hmm. I'm lazy, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so Bonesyard, so it's, um, I think it's bonesyard.bandcamp.com, I, I think. I like whenever I'm doing promo for the show on Instagram or anything like that, like I always like when I can find the artist in the music selection. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but luckily it worked with your stuff. Yes, so. sweet. So I was awesome. stoked on that. Thank you. Um, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd say that's that's kind of the major place, and then there's bonesyard.org. Because I guess I'm a nonprofit. I, I was, was going to actually ask about that when I was doing my homework. I noticed that you had the dot org. So, yeah. so was that like was that an intentional thing, or was it like fuck no. it, it's available? Or? I think it was more it's available than like <laughs> I chose dot org and without like really understanding how the internet worked. But yeah, they're going to charge me a lot more for a dot com than they are a dot org. I mean, like real talk, like yeah. I'm definitely not making a profit on this shit. Oh, and, like uh, it's kind of a nonprofit. What musician all the, is really you know? Well, there's something to do, but yeah. like I mean, I mean, yeah. you know. Anyway. <laughs> like all the funds go back to you know the project anyway, so that's awesome. I think it technically is a nonprofit, so yeah, man. Hey, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. So, so bonesyard.org is another avenue. So are there you? So you actually you would you would recognize the sound of Periscope when that song was playing? Is there any other like local bands that you like to work with, or like when you do shows, do do you have uh, any preferred groups that you like to coordinate with? Yes, and this is embarrassing, but like I am, the, you know, like the pandemic affected us all, and so I'm a little outdated. Mm -hmm. Um, a band I loved, loved, loved playing with, loved them, was like big fanboy of was a band called Uncle. Oh, yeah. um, do you know Uncle? Yeah, yeah. So I loved them, and so Mel has moved to Virginia, so she's not in the quote unquote scene anymore. I but, see. Um, but that was a band I would play with anytime loved them i thought they were great I, I still think they're great um you know vocals like that are just you know like you can't you can't you can't fake that so that's some great stuff um i'm playing drums um however poorly or great with <laughs> a band called the unboyfriendables hey i should join that band strictly based off of the name hey hey <laughs> welcome aboard man um we have lots of jokes about what an unboyfriendable is um, but, um, that's with a man named Carver Cordis and he's a lead vocalist and has also a kick-ass voice. Cool. And so that's a project and we're a duo, but we might be expanding. We have a pretty potentially awesome gig with, I mentioned Bill Callahan, which is a hero of mine and we might be opening up for him maybe, which is like fucking crazy to me. That's really cool. Um, yeah, that's kind of like surreal. Um, so that's a project. Other local bands? I don't know, though, man. Like, I don't know right now. Like, because I haven't seen shows. Like, I haven't, like, mm -hmm. been out, so I don't know. Uh, you had mentioned uh, that Nirvana was an influence earlier. We got a question in the chat. Uh, what is your favorite Nirvana song, if you had to pick, like... Song? You know, or or I'll, I'll give you, like, two. Can, you know, I answer, that... can I answer album? Because I have an answer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That. Go All for right. it. I'm... My favorite Nirvana album is In Utero. Good, good pick. And as I get older, and I'm 41, like... The, the older I get, the more I like In Utero. To me, that's just such an exceptional album. And to me, you can hear like something shifting. Like you asked There was about, a like, lot of growth in that album. There's a lot of growth in that album. And, like yeah. you can hear growth continuing. And I think if you think of like Dave Grohl, like starting the Foo Fighters, I think there was a, a sense that like maybe some of those songs would become Nirvana songs. Like if, you know, like if the thing we won't talk about mm -hmm. didn't happen. So. Yeah, that that's my favorite album, like by far. That's really cool. Well, man, I got a uh, I got one other track that's here by you. We got Ghosts in the Attic. Let's go ahead and uh, tell people about this before I hit the play button. Sure. 
This song was recorded in New Orleans. All and right. This was the song I decided when I when I wrote this song was writing the song like I want to record this. I want to do it right. Um, so I did go to a professional studio and did this. It was really a special time to like be doing this in New Orleans. This was at Elephant or Elephant Quilt Recording. I want to say this was almost ten years ago. Um, but it, it it harkens to like I think what I was saying earlier on this show about you know not playing music or feeling scared to play music like always playing you know by myself. Mm-hmm. It sounds funny, but um, you know, and and then I was all we're all for playing with ourselves That's here. Right. On that like <laughs> like eventualmente, like I I I decided I really want like I I had faith in myself as a musician and I had um confidence and so I feel like this song was like okay like I'm doing this like I want to do this and. I'm not doing it for anybody else but myself. Like this is like me. If people like it, great. Like I would love that. I really like it. And so this was a project in New Orleans. Um so from a musicianship standpoint, this is me on guitar and vocals. Um the recording engineer Jason Ryan on bass, Joe Stollerick, I hope I pronounced that correctly after 10 years, on drums, and Kelsey May on background vocals. All right. Well, you're hearing it here first on Local Love, unless you've heard it before. This is Ghost in the Attic by Bones Yard. Scared to death of the boredom 
They don't fight since Amber moved out And Kelly don't spook since she cleaned up By our in-studio guest tonight, Adam from Bones Yard. Uh, that was good, man. I like that. It's Thank you. Definitely. With, uh, with the harmonization and everything like that that you do with your voice, do you just overtrack yourself? Do you have yeah. another vocalist that you work with? Or? Yes and yes. and That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's fun to do that. Reco- and I think that's one of the fun things about doing that in a recording studio is being able to set that time aside. Like, okay, now we're going to do your vocals and you're going to do overdubs on your vocals or we're mm-hmm. going to do you harmonizing to your own vocals or you're going to sing oohs and ahs over your own vocals and that stuff's really fun and pretty cool well, uh, the urban youth in the chat said it was very 90s and it was a banger so yeah sweet man uh yeah no it's it was really cool dude i i, I dug it uh now when when can people possibly expect for the uh the new album to drop when when or is it kind of still in the in the process at the moment i mean we're we're, we've got a skeleton we got the bones um in the yard yeah the bones (laughs) in the yard um but it's gordy we're yeah it's gordy we're gonna we're gonna say it's gordy until otherwise known um i want to say 2023 probably a year from now like i think that's a reasonable goal cool i think we can probably be done with it that's great well, and then uh, as far as upcoming shows, I know you had mentioned you guys are going to probably be opening for uh, for what was it, Bill Bill Callahan, Bill Callahan, of Smog. Uncle, he's calling they're calling it Uncle Bill. It's a benefit show in San Luis Obispo, which is pretty swell. Nice. Um, that would be as the Unboyfriendables, and I'll right. be I will be a accompanying musician for that project. That's awesome. Well, uh, I definitely think it's it's uh, it's important to tell you and anybody listening whether you're listening to the podcast or you're tuning in live uh let all your friends know all your local friends that make music and if you're in the greater bay area and we're very generous with that greater bay area if you're anywhere from like the main bay area all the way up to about sacramento maybe out to monterey we're yeah our, our reach is wide our net our net is spread quite wide so if you or anyone you know makes music Please go to ecoplexmedia.com, go to the local love page, read the instructions on how to send in the music, and just like Adam here, you can send in your music, and then eventually we'll interview you, and we'll hopefully get a few more ears on on your songs, and a few more followers on your socials, and I don't know, this is all just a very, it's a big labor of love. <laughs> and if I can just say thank you, like, oh. and just all of that, like, yes, like, do it reach out you know if you don't do it then nothing will happen like reach mm-hmm. out like share it like communicate you know the answer is no if you don't participate so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, engage and it's yeah. truly an honor to be here thank you very much and to even have a captive audience to have to listen to your music like <laughs> i appreciate that so oh, yeah. thank you well we definitely love that 
Uh, now, uh, one last time before we do check out, I, uh, you want to just let everybody know, like, where the best places to find you are, maybe if they want to buy some merch, buy, like, I noticed you brought in vinyl, uh, you brought us some vinyl records of, of your latest album, thank you for that, that's fucking awesome, uh, but, like, if people wanted to maybe find your stuff or get a hard copy, where's the best place for them to go? Yeah, um, go to bonesyard.org and or bonesyard.bandcamp.com. Um, I think I have like five to 10 more vinyl records. I'm happy to send it to you. Look, I'm, I ain't trying to make money from this. I'd love to, but mm-hmm. like, it's, it's really about more than anything else. It's sharing the music and participating. in it. I mean, so, even just doing that is therapeutic, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it, it definitely, uh, it, it's helpful for a lot of, a lot of artist types, like whether or not you're making totally. a profit, just getting it out there. Sometimes you just 100%. need a creative outlet. So that's, it's, it's, Hey, I force fed a lot of people my record. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> you know, you wanted my record, but here it is. Here it so is. Like, <laughs> if you would like a record, I'd be honored to send it to you. And if enough people want them or I can't have to turn you away, then I will, uh, we'll do bidding and like, you know, you have to sell your souls and whatever else you have to sell, <laughs> you know, to compete for it. Cause I'm a capitalist at all, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Well, uh, if you're listening uh, live or you're listening on the podcast, we did just release a new Local Love t-shirt. It's at the eplex.store. Uh, there's a, if, you're, if you're live right now, there is a link in our chat. You can check that out. Or just look up Echoplex Media Store on your favorite browser of choice, and you will probably find it. Uh, and then make sure that you tune in next week, or tomorrow, sorry. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for the intellectual dollar tree uh that's gonna be a whole lot of fun you can check the show out live on twitch uh for now though as i close out the show i'm gonna go ahead and play one of our recent guests rotterdam they just played over at fog fest over in pacifica uh and at winter's tavern and i didn't get to go but i saw the footage it looked pretty badass this is their song tombstone by rotterdam Adam, again, thank you for coming into the studio. Thank really you. appreciate you making the trip and sharing your music, and we hope to hear more of it. Appreciate so, it. So uh, for all you listening at home, we'll see you next Tuesday.
Echoplex Media streams seven days a week on twitch.tv slash Media. With a variety of hosts and topics, there's bound to be something you'll like or hate so much you can't stop watching it. All times are Pacific. Check out our full schedule at echoplexmedia.com.